With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to WWD Voices. I'm Arthur Zakowitz, Executive Editor at WWD. Today's guest is Adrian Nussenbaum, co-founder and co-CEO of Miracle. Miracle is a software-as-a-service solution provider used by companies to manage their third-party marketplace and dropship businesses. Hey, welcome to WWD Voices. Uh, Adrian, thanks so much for taking time out today. You know, it's... um, you know, we, before we hit the record, but we talk about NRF. It was very exciting um, this past year, and there's a lot of tech vendors. And you mentioned something interesting. You said that um, you know maybe we should start a union for the vendors because they don't get the love that they deserve, <laughs> which I thought was uh, kind of interesting. You know, you're right. It's um, maybe it's my French roots starting unions, <laughs> and, and you also described it as, as a buffet. You know. Um, Share that again. What, what do you mean when when the buffets? No, I mean specifically when it comes to to NRF, it's you have everything from store technologies to online technologies to warehouse technologies. So it can be a bit overwhelming, and and I think, I mean, in a in a bit of a provocative way, everyone there thinks what they do is new, disruptive, unique the best <laughs> and that it should be the the focal point of attention of anyone uh, anyone attending and obviously miracle we 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 stand with that uh, principle <laughs> about your company what do you do um, and then how it works yes absolutely so i mean miracle is a technology company and what we what we do on a high level is we we work with a you know, businesses across retail, distribution, manufacturers who are trying to identify new ways to, to grow their, their digital business and ideally grow without limits. So no limits of inventory, no limits of, uh, I need to build a new factory to be able to sell something, no limits in terms of, I can't sell these products because my margins are not high enough. And so the way we, we've addressed that, that, that that need is we we power these businesses with a with a platform that allows them to create their own online marketplace and dropship um, programs where they can easily onboard uh, a large selection of curated third party vendors who are going to bring that extended aisle that endless aisle that complementary assortment that that makes our clients more relevant to their customers give them more opportunities to to increase the traffic on their site, increase the basket size, increase conversion rates. And that that kind of is done across retailers, kind of like department stores, work with companies like Macy's, for example, or Kroger, uh, but also uh, brands. We work with companies like Urban Outfitters, uh, Express, but also companies in the, in the distribution, in the more professional distributions, uh, where we work with companies, for example, in in um, distribution of of parts uh, for for 
restaurants like Parts Town. Uh, we work with companies in the pharmaceutical industries, in uh, in 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 even airspace with the Airbus distribution, kind of the old one-stop shop for anything you need in terms of parts. Uh, electrical, Sonepar, the world leader in electrical. So so we kind of have a pretty unique value proposition in the sense that we help these businesses transform the way they do business today by not just making or buying products they they sell, but also connecting supply with demand and you know making commissions on those sales. And over the over the the, the, the last few years we've 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 complemented this offering with solutions to increase conversion. So we have the miracle target to sell product, which allows uh, what we call curation at scale. When you, when you are Macy's and you multiply by 20, 30, the assortment on your site, you want to make sure that that additional assortment is visible, etc. We were also launching a miracle ads. So it's sponsored products um, and, and, and ways for the, the, the sellers to to uh, who come and sell on on the Macy's, for example, to get more visibility for their products and create more monetization strategies, and uh, and we've also launched a, a, a payout model. So it's part of our foray into financial services. One of the complexities with marketplaces is once you've taken money in, you need to pay out to the the third parties who are actually fulfilling the order, and so. So that's a that's a very long answer to a simple question, and I hope you you. But it sets the tone for. Yeah, I, I, you know, um, the thing that stands out most is that it sounds like the platform t- does a lot of the heavy lifting and allows the, the retail or the brand to really focus on customer engagement, marketing. You know, kind of uh, making sure that um, <clears throat> you know you're, you're you're getting the conversions that you plan for and have better growth outcomes, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, we, we recently released a, a survey, a customer survey where one of the interesting finding was that, um, customers want, of course, you know, they want more choice. They want the better prices. They want a higher quality of service. Uh, and they want to buy from a, a brand they trust. But at the same time, only 17% of the thousands of respondents Said that they were, they are, they are loyal to the brand they trust. <laughs> so, so that, that makes everything a bit more complicated and, 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 and hence the way, uh, marketplaces is, is also a very strong defense mechanism for anyone who's trying to ser- serve customers because marketplaces increase the size of the selection and assortment. Often there is, more sellers so there is a competition on the price that and and they are all kind of a you you mutualize in a way the inventory of everyone of a large it's the network effect so so it creates more opportunities for things to be in stock available to ship etc what um what did we do speaking of consumers what do they expect from an online uh, shopping experience. You mentioned that you know there's so few brand loyal, but so what do they expect when they go to a marketplace or any engage their favorite brands? I, I think they they. I mean, it's a combination of um, they they um, they want to find. We we used to say anything at any time 
anywhere. And, uh, and, and that's the reality of what you, you're, we're, I mean, these companies have to approach now. And I have, I have two daughters who are uh, turning 13 and 15. And uh, age. Yeah, it's a difficult age. But I was trying to have a philosophical discussion with them yesterday. And one of the things I was telling them is I was telling them, you know, I, un- I mean, you don't realize that <laughs> your only reference is instantaneity of everything. Okay. And, and, and that's, that's the biggest challenge for all these businesses that have been around for years, decades. And, and it's how do you address these uh, changing customers? And we see that, you know, people may say, oh, yes, that's a new generation, TikTok, Instagram, etc." But I mean, we're all guilty of doing the same thing on our personal needs. And we're all guilty of doing the same thing on our business needs. Uh, just look around offices, how, how people buy and source. Yeah, you, you might have, you know, still your ongoing contract for toilet paper. But when you need a part <laughs> to right. repair a product, there's no way you're waiting like before for have it shipped, etc. It needs to be there uh, ASAP. Let's talk a little bit about um, the pandemic because, you know, we had a ramp up of online sales. Obviously, everybody was in lockdown mode uh, and then it kind of it super peaked and then decelerated a little bit. But we're still at a level that that's above, you know, um, pre-pandemic levels, right? So, so what happened? How, how has online shopping, you know, for whether you're a business or a consumer, how has it changed uh, by the pandemic? What happened? I think, I think there's a, I think there's a couple of things. Uh, for, for, for us, um, the, the, there was a, our, our, the clients we serve, they, they kind of had a, a realization, you know, kind of a realization during the pandemic that, the customer had really uh, seized power and and that the whole uh, mentality that was built out of the, the, the traditionally merchant-led organizations around the fact that, you know, we select products and customers come to us for our selection, this becomes much more fragile. Yeah, you know, if you're Hermès or Louis Vuitton, and I'm going to try not to mention only French brands, but... Yes, you still have an edge because of the unique creativity and positioning of your products. But beyond that, uh, customers have, have really uh, seized power. And, and it's an opportunity and not a threat. It's an opportunity to serve them with what they want. And I remember um, Jeff Gannett, the CEO of, of Macy's, who was interviewed on, on Mad Money, and and he was announcing the launch of Macy's, the upcoming launch of Macy's Marketplace. And one of the things he, he mentioned live on national television was during the pandemic, we realized that people were our customers wanted bread making machines right. and we would have never bought and sourced and offered bread making machines. But we kind of like, why not? You know, does it make us? Less of a quality department store if we actually get the people products, uh, the products people want. And so I think that's kind of the re- the realization. And, um, and, and what happens, which is interesting is that it was during, you know, during that 2021, 2020 period, we measured the growth of the, the marketplace segment of our customers business. So comparing the products they ship and own themselves versus the product they, they sell through third parties. 
And the third-party driven sales grew roughly 2x the the the, the products, the first-party product. And one could have thought this is going to kind of wind down after the pandemic. Right. Last year, we announced, and these were publicly announced results, that our customers' revenues for marketplace sales grew by 43%. And as of end of February, we are fifth, fifth, growing at 50%. So our customers' marketplace business is still growing at 50% year on year, which is surpassing any, uh, any other growth rates. And, you know, when you look at, and obviously not all, I mean, it's an average. So you have people at a hundred percent, people at 10%. What's the difference between 10% and a hundred percent? Number of products offering and number of partners that you've brought on the platform. The more products, the more partners, the more growth. You know, um, it, it sounds, and I love the example of the, the bread uh, bread machine. It, it allows you to respond to consumer, you know, uh, trends, right? I mean, um, the ability to, you know, to, to have an endless aisle, you could shift and uh, what was the word you used before? Curate. You could better curate uh, and make your brand relevant to the consumer, right? Yeah, it's exactly that. And and I think it's, it's, um, in a way, it's a, it's a much more uh, partnership approach with your customers because before, as I was saying, it was, hey, customer, we thought you would like this, so come and buy it from us. <laughs> now it's kind of a, we still select products because we're good at it, we know who we work, but you kind of also tell us you're looking for, even like a lot of our customers, what they do is they go on the search engine and they look for every request. And they compare what people are searching for with what they actually have. And you would, you would be so surprised by the number of search results that turn, uh, either completely inappropriate, I mean, inappropriate, not, not adapted results or just sorry, uh, we don't have this. Well, um, what about the, the, uh, retailer that has a physical store? How does the, Endless aisle marketplace data. How does that inform merchandising? I mean, did you know did Macy's turn around and start putting bread machines in physical stores, or does that does it inform that at all? Or yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. The 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 more I would say uh, uh, integrated the marketplace strategy is uh, with the um, with with the overall company's vision, the better because. You can indeed use the marketplace as a as a lab to uh, to identify uh, top selling products and 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 bring them onto um, bring them onto your to your stores. Uh, we have also a lot of customers who who are um, who are deploying uh, virtual endless aisle uh, in their in their stores. So, uh, for example, uh, Hudson's Bay in Canada. They have a they have a marketplace corner in in the stores where you where the best selling marketplace products are proposed in a in a in a in an area in the store that also gives you access from the store to the whole uh, selection on on the on the marketplace. So so it's really something that that's very compelling for for anyone in. Um, for anyone in 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 uh, in retail, what about like small 
brands looking to um, expand and grow? Like, what are some of the challenges they face, and what are the opportunities um, that are out there for them? Yeah, so so most small brands historically were not able to be showcased, surfaced uh, in in large retailers because they the quantities that they would be able to sell would be too small for the, the buyers to to really uh, bring the brand. Uh, they could not um, really uh, be present. And and now marketplace, and this is one of our customer in 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 the in the fashion apparel space who who said that recently, uh, with our marketplace, we will be able to offer to our customers the full expression of the brands. And that means either bringing uh, more emerging brands or even, um, you know, um, sustainable brands, uh, brands from diversity, like uh, Madewell has a whole section, Brands We Love, where they, they showcase uh, minority-owned brands, black-owned businesses. Uh, but also uh, the food expression of the brand means instead of like working with a great brand, but only taking in 15% of their assortment, you can now take 15% of their assortment in your traditional buy and resell model. And the remaining 85% can be offered by the brand directly through the, through the marketplace. And, um, and so what was interesting, uh, recently, uh, there were the Macy's, um, had their earnings, uh, announced and, and, and I, we counted during the, the whole transcript, the word marketplace was mentioned by their CEO, CEO more than 30 times. And, and beyond citing marketplace as one of their top five priorities, when you see he precisely listed the benefits that they were getting from it. And I think this kind of, uh, really was interesting, like top of mind, um, there was something around capturing incremental sales in categories and brands where, where they've historically had limited offers. They gave the examples of video games and electronics, uh, driving a larger average order value and higher units per order. Uh, I think there was something around quickly moving into new and adjacent categories without taking any inventory risk, uh, giving their customers more choice at scale, uh, and also bringing the flexibility, which is also something that came from the, the supply chain disruptions during COVID, but like shifting channels uh, for certain customer wanted brands that maybe don't, don't have enough high velocity or sell throughs. So you can move them to, to marketplace uh, or bring them back in house if they've picked up, etc. And yeah, so, so it's really interesting to, you know, to hear the customers themselves, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what the, how do you see online marketplaces kind of evolving over the next five or ten years? What happens next? Uh, for us, I think um, we are not even at the the mid midway passage. Right. Um, there's um, you know when you think uh, even I see Miracle. We've been around for eleven years. Uh, some of the, the 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 companies we start to partner with today. Uh, our first conversations could have been seven years ago and seven years ago, I would have been kicked out by security from the, the corporate office. And now it's become a, you know, strategic to them. The, the, the millions, I mean, hundreds of millions of uh, new brands and merchants, for example, that have been uh, 
that have been created thanks to technologies like Shopify, allowing them to create their own stores. It's great to have a store, but you need the visibility to have more sell-through. And so we really see this world evolving where you have more and more businesses who are operating marketplaces. And there's a lot of intersections. You know, Some merchants uh, may have a marketplace, but also sell on other marketplaces. Uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, companies like that where uh, they, 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 they have their own niche category, which they're deepening with the marketplace, but they're also filling up a gap for larger uh, assortment uh, business. And so those intersections are, are really uh, going to, to continue to grow. And we see that through the numbers. Um, last question: You have a you have a book coming out? Is that true? What are you working on? What's, what's yeah, we don't have the video, but I'm I'm showing it to you right now. Uh, it's called the uh, Online Marketplace Advantage. It's published uh, with uh, Wiley, and uh, and it's all about uh, stories, customer stories. There's more than thirty uh, real customer journeys through marketplace. As simple as market what. What are you? You want me to be Amazon? There's never no way I'm going to do that. I care about my customers to, oh, I understand. I can have my own curated version of it. And so all these stories of businesses uh, taking the leap to transform themselves, ultimately driven by, uh, you know, serving your customers better, selling more, scaling faster. And, you know, like, um, like uh, the BGs used to say, staying alive. <laughs> staying alive. Uh, we uh, were almost out of time. Just any any key takeaways uh, listeners should uh, kind of take note of. Uh, uh, beside buy the book, buy the book. It's, no, I think I mean, I'm, I'm in a musical mood, so you know, uh, call me maybe. Uh, you've got my <laughs> no, no, but more, more seriously, I think. I think marketplace can be sometimes daunting because it's it's a new way of doing business. You have fears of cannibalization, of uh, bad impact on your customer experience. I, I, I just think that we're at a time where enough people have done it now and well that um, people should really be uh, thinking about what marketplace strategy is good for them. Okay. Adrian, thank you so much. And uh, listeners, thank you for tuning in. And we'll uh, see everybody soon. Thanks. Thank you very much, Arthur. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.